Welcome to the Socket Podcast. Socket helps you plug into you and unplug from things that no longer serve you. Find your voice and self-esteem while learning to say no and set boundaries when needed. Your host, Kathy Suber, is an entrepreneur and mom of two with a life lens of happiness. If living a life of authenticity, kindness, and confidence is something you are looking for, get ready to plug in. We are glad that you are here. In 2014 and 2019, I had the awesome opportunity to be a part of something called the Women's Leadership Lab. The Women's Leadership Lab was something that was run for six months, one day a week each month, and it was run by three women, Rima, Shelley, and Cynthia. It was a small women's circle that was eight to 10 people. And I loved my experience from 2014 so much when the opportunity came up in 2019, I jumped at it. To this day, I still have friends, some of which that sit in a new women's circle that were a part of the 2014 group I was in and the 2019 group that I was in. And I take it as some of some of the the greatest times of connection and learning and discovering, kind of peeling back the onion layers of who I was as a human, who I wanna, was as a person, who I was as a, as a female. Um, it really, really was a great learning experience. In both the, of the sessions that I joined in on, one of the exercises that they did was you took out a piece of paper and you drew a big circle and they had you map out your time of what you spend your time on on a daily basis. And they were kind of like, it doesn't matter what it is or just write down your reality. First, start with sleep because you kind of know, all right, I get seven and a half hours of sleep. So mark that off in a pie, pie chart type of fashion. And then we're going to look at how, how many hours a day do you work? How many hours a day do you spend with your family? How many hours a day might you cook and eat? How many day, hours a day are you on social media, exercise? How, how often do you make time for friends or hobbies or self-care? How much TV are you watching? And it was really eye-opening to go through that exercise. For me, I watch a little bit too much TV at the end of the night. That is for darn sure. But it, it really just said, this is where I'm at. This is how I choose to spend the hours of my life. Every single human being has 24 hours a day. How you choose to spend those hours and the habits that are created around that form the life that you are living. So I know I took a little bit of stock in some of the things that I was doing, like, oh, I'm not making enough time for self-care or man, I really love to read books and I'm just not being intentional about finding time to do that. So I would suggest that you all take some time after you're done listening to this and do that for yourself. I colored it in with colored pencils because I like really pretty rainbowy, colory things because it makes me happy no matter what I'm looking at. So I did that and I thought about it, kind of let it let that set in and say, is this how I would plan to spend all of these hours of my life? Are there changes that I want to make? Are there things that I hate doing? Are there things that I love doing that I'm not making time for? 
So out of that experience, I was spending time with one of my friends, Patty, who she's been on the podcast twice, Patty Minglin. And she and I were kind of talking back and forth about the goals that we had. This was sometime last year. And I was helping her look at where she wanted to go in her business and, you know, where how things were going personally, as far as like how she was taking care of herself. And so I said, why don't you go ahead and write down the five things you love doing? Like, what do you love doing? What lights you up? What inspires you? What makes you happy? What fulfills you? What, what, what do you find purpose in and write down those five things that you love doing. And when you look at your week in advance or your month in advance, or even your year in advance, where are you purposely and intentionally making time for that? It's so easy to get sucked into social media, TV, um, you know, some, some of these things that are kind of mindless Even I put drinking into that category. Drinking kind of takes up time and numbs you out a little bit. So what parts of your life or things that you're doing in your life are taking up too much time that you could reduce that by 50% or even 75% and carve out an extra hour a day, carve out an extra three hours a week, carve out an extra four days a year. Let's say travel is one of your favorite things. You love being close to the ocean. You love being close to water. I say that because that's what I love. (laughs) Um, So I purposely, intentionally set a budget and make time to get away. COVID's made this quite challenging, of course, to get away and experience those things. I would rather spend money on an experience or a vacation 14 times quicker than I want to spend money on a fancy purse or shoes. That's just who I am. Now, if fancy coats and purses and shoes are your your deal, create time and create a budget where you're going shopping with a friend to go look for these magical items that, that bring you happiness. It really is all about you doing you and you being you. So create that list of the five things that you love and make sure that your life is not squeezing those things out. Make sure your life is involving those things to bring you more happiness, to bring you more joy, to bring you more fulfillment. And all that really takes is being intentional about it. And no matter what it is, it doesn't matter what the budget is. If you love being by water, that can that can be you spent going to some Caribbean island and having this magical vacation. Well, if you don't have $5,000, you can still get some of that by taking a walk down by the river area that's close to your house in a park or finding a body of water and sitting and having a blanket, bringing a picnic, reading a book, bringing a friend, bringing your spouse or, or your loved ones or your kids and enjoying time by the water if that's what one of your favorite things to do is. So you can always find ways around a budgetary problem if you don't have an unlimited budget, which most of us do not. After you create the five things and that list of things that just are a necessity for your life, they're just, they're things that, that without them, you feel as if you're not living the life that you were meant to be living. I would challenge you to create a new list for five things you either hate, hate such a strong word. So we're going to say dislike doing 
you aren't good at doing or you procrastinate on. For me, I think about back way back in my practice before Alice and my office office manager came on. At the time before I was divorced, my ex-husband and I owned three practices. We had two chiropractors, one MD, three physical therapists, and probably six, seven, eight other staff members. And I did all of the billing, the actual input of the billing for every single therapy code, adjustment, exam, and there were different codes that had to be used for the MDs versus the PTs versus the chiropractors. And I remember the woman that did our billing, she worked uh, out of her house. I remember her saying, why, why do you keep giving Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is one of our largest revenue sources, why do you keep giving them a free loan for a month? Because I would get four weeks behind in my billing, which really just equated to me, me giving a free loan to Blue Cross Blue Shield. And when I hired Allison 10 years ago, we actually just had her 10-year anniversary. So happy anniversary, Allison. Um, she came from a practice where she had done the billing and it was really, really hard for me to think about the thought process that I wasn't going to be in control of doing that. But I also know that if I had made this list of five things that I hated slash didn't like doing, my billing would have been on the top of it. It made my stomach hurt. I, I put it off. I just, I just didn't want to do it. It just didn't bring me joy. And I, I was good at it, but I also just didn't enjoy it. So when I was able to delegate that to her, it was so freeing, took a little bit to give up control and stop worrying that, you know, oh, I knew that I did an extremity adjustment on someone. And what if I didn't communicate that properly? And we had to come up with new systems of, and ways of doing things at the practice so that everything that was inside my head that I used to do the billing correctly, I could figure out how all the doctors and all the therapists and all of the staff members were communicating it to her. That's always the work in progress with any business that you have, making sure your systems are, are where they need to be. Anyway, so I want you to create a list of the five things that you don't like doing and see if there's any of them that you can take off your plate. Is there any way that you can figure out how to delegate that to someone else to ask for help in it. Let's say doing the dishes after dinner is your worst part of your day. You hate doing them. You've been working all day. Let's say you work outside of the house or you have young kids and you're a stay-at-home mom. And then you take all this time and energy to shop and cook and kind of clean as you go. But then at the end of dinner with five people, you have a sink full of dishes. Finding ways to ask for help and to negotiate having other people help you with that part of it is one way of taking care of it. I also think about things that don't cause us, you know, like things that we're just not that into. Are we saying yes to things that we shouldn't be saying yes to? And are there ways that we can limit that or say no to it, right? If you're in a job and you're supposed to go to, you know, seven networking events a, a month, is that not, does that, does that not work for you? Is there a way for you to change some of that? And then you can cut it back to three or four. Um, and maybe that's something that you can't negotiate. Some of these that you write out in your time and space of your life 
are maybe not changeable? Are there ways to make it more tolerable? Are there ways to to make it so that it's not bringing you down and creating a, a point in your life where you're dreading? Because anything that you're doing that you're physically and emotionally dreading is not good for being human. It's not good for, you know, keeping us happy, healthy, and moving in the right direction. So evaluate all of those things and see, are there any changes that I can make? And are there any ways I can get some of these off my plate or change them in some way, shape, or form? And so if you can take this pie chart with the hours per day that you spend on doing the, the things that we do each day in our lives, and then take the five, list of five things you love and five things you can't stand. And for the next month, see, see how much you can rework that pie, pie chart. See how you can bring in some of the things you love and decrease some of the things you dislike. And at the end of the month, I want you to redraw the pie chart and maybe just couple of paragraphs on lessons learned and how you continue making sure that that pie chart and the hours that you spend doing certain things are actually the things that you want to be doing, if at all possible. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Simply Socket. And remember, be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.